The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Good morning, welcome to the Offspin Podcast. It is Saturday morning and if you're just waking up I hope you're grabbing yourself a cup of Coffee Supreme because we have a very, very big weekend coming up but it's very important that you pace yourself this weekend because the most important thing is of course happening tomorrow night, Sunday night, the Cricket World Cup Final, Black Caps versus England at Lord's. Simon Day, did you ever think that you would see this come to pass? I just haven't stopped watching a replay of that semi-final. I feel um, endorsed to be a cricket fan. I'm proud to be proud of the Black Caps. This morning I was trying to explain to my 22-year-old personal trainer about what an amazing person Martin Crowe was. She had no idea who he was. She wasn't even born in 1992. I'm just I'm so excited, especially for Lords. It's such a um, special, important place uh, for cricket. And we've got a very cool guest this morning. Uh, who we've, I'm I'm fascinated uh, to pick her brains actually because uh, she's the writer of some of the most interesting cricket stuff the spin-offs published. I think, even though it happened a couple of years ago, most of the pieces. But uh, she is lotto presenter, actor. Uh, and all-round awesome person, Sonia Gray. Hello. Oh, my goodness. What an introduction. Thank you. I must start writing about cricket again. We oh, were actually do. talking please about Please do. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, I am I didn't really play cricket, so it's always you come. You approach it with a bit of uh, bit of anxiety but uh, to write about it, but bloody hell, I love watching it. How did you come to be a fanatic about it then if you, um, if you never played? It's just play? our family. Uh, uh, we've always just, you know, it's the sound of summer for us. Mm. And so just those, you know, I grew up with Hadley and, and Glenn Turner and then, that you know, 1992 was such a huge year. And just it's, you know, I've had kids and I've got married, but cricket, cr- great cricket moments surpass that. They I hope do. my husband's not listening. <laughs> you know, the joy, <laughs> the joy I get is worth all the disappointment along the way. Yeah. See, I've talked about that a lot with our, with my friends who watch a lot of sport, and I find being a fan of the Black Caps so much more rewarding than being an All Blacks fan, for example, because mm. you treasure victory and success so much more, and it's um, such a rarity. It's you know, it's like finding treasure. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we're, we're sort of like the little team that could, aren't we? We're just... 
keep battling, battling, failing, failing, and then it all just comes together. And there's those beautiful. I mean, that Martin Guptill, um, the, the run out he affected. Mm. That for those of us that had stayed up so late, night after night, and just and just you know, willed him to do well, that meant so much more to us than those people that just happened to do. Oh yeah, oh good run out, you know, because the context in which it happened. <laughs> Absolutely, and and I endorse the bandwagon. I you know I'm I'm happy for New Zealand to jump on this team and and ride the dragon all the way through to Are the you final. Really? Well, our podcast had twice its usual listeners uh, after the semi final. So yeah, so to all of the bandwagoners, welcome uh, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah welcome in. Yeah, yeah, please sign up for the spin off membership. You know that I think we're required to say that to all of the bandwagoners who have just turned up. But at the same time, you know, but why I'm not worried that they're here is because they don't get the same uh, feeling as I do. They yeah. don't get the yeah, same yeah, yeah. Uh, deep, intimate, you know, painful but beautiful uh, glory of, of coming through all that we've been through over the last 34 years of my life to, to have little moments like that. Well, Sonia, if you if you think about crushing memories that you've had with the Black Caps, because obviously the 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 beautiful moments stick in your mind, but if you had to come up with a, a really crushing memory that you've had of being a supporter of this maddening team, what would it be? What what would come to uh, mind? I can't go past ninety two. I think because we were playing so well. Martin Crow was so inspirational and it just, you know, the whole, I mean, it was home um, mm. tournament and, you know, that feeling and then just seeing the the boys, the lads doing that sort of work. <laughs> was, it, was it the base in the last game? Were we, Eden Park. It was Eden Park, okay. Rod Latham. Rod Latham. I know. And is no. it, isn't it, yeah. though, wonderful now that he's, that Tom's in the final? Mm. I saw there was a... Um, He'd written about or been interviewed about it yesterday. Like some kind of prophecy or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, yeah, that that to me was just quite painful. I saw Gary Stead and um, Craig McMillan and Tom Latham crowded around a um, computer before he was going out to bat. Oh, really? Um, on the first day of the two-day semifinal. And I was sure that they were watching YouTubes of the 1992 <laughs> World Cup of, of, of Rod playing. Oh, Rod was what was Rod's one of my all-time favourite players though. He's D- just double sport representative. He played rugby for Canterbury as well. Did he? Mm. He look he looks a bit more like a rugby player than a cricket player. I he does. Oh, Don't you just hate those bloody over just you know? I mean, I love him because he played for us, but just overachievers. <laughs> we, we had Dion Nash on recently, who's married Bernice Minnie. Yeah. Oh, who, what are the kids doing? Are they just like already he talked in the Blacks? No, he talked about it. He's not. They are already doing very well at sport, but he doesn't want to put any pressure on them because he knows what a lonely sort of mm. all-encompassing life it is. So I, I really yeah. respected that. Mm. But there's uh, Jeff Wilson and Adine Harper. Is that right? Yeah. They got, they got married and formed a super family. You know, yeah, they're super families, eh? Well, Maria and Israel Falau as well. I'm sure their kids will be pretty good. Are we are we allowed to talk about them too, or is it? Sure and they have are, um, they have God with them as well. <laughs> Indeed. <sighs> um, Sunday night is going to be the last in a long line of dreadful overnights. Monday morning will be the last in a long line of dreadful mornings at the office. Um, what? How? How have you? How have you been through this tournament? How have you? Well, I've approached it. Um, 
really badly, right. um, <laughs> stupidly. You know, it's a marathon, not a sprint, yeah, but I exactly. sprinted at the start. And what are we now, 40, this will be day 44, 45, it's the final tomorrow? It's been a long, long six or seven Yeah, weeks. and you're yeah. so exhausted, you stay up. And then now I'm just, because I've got to, I've got to keep going. You know, oh, this I, is, we're yeah, at the business yeah. end, as everyone keeps saying. We have chased the dragon and very nearly caught yeah. it. And very it's just so, it's so funny as a supporter how you feel like you're actually... Uh, you're doing the work. You know, I feel like I've got this lactic acid buildup in me. I feel, you know, all that tension and, and um, you know, how am I going to get through and do I have coffee now? Do I just have a beer because screw it? Uh, yeah, well, you need a whole separate podcast on how to be a successful supporter yeah. and just yeah. how to get through. Well, we uh, the first episode we did uh, after a game was after the Sri Lankan game and we had Callum Henderson on it and... Uh, the three of us, um, you know, I, I'm not going to say that we did the podcast drunk because that would be, <laughs> uh, you know, that would be a very foolish thing to admit if if that had been the case. Uh, but let's just say it was a very late night for all of us. And I don't know if that was the right approach because, I mean, subsequently, the next couple of games, they were very, very difficult podcasts. And to also do. the podcast involved a lot of that podcast in particular involved a lot of post-production because I did edit out all Callum's defamation against oh. Simon Dool. Mm. Extensive, um, lengthy, quite uh, horrible defamation. What, really. what, uh, why, what's he got against Simon Dool? Well, no, there's nothing against Simon Dool. He just has access to um, knowledge that may or may not be true, and he um, shared it. <laughs> all right, yeah. Um, not understanding how, yeah. Well, no, he knew. <laughs> he was just drunk. <laughs> just wanted he to be Oh, okay. No, so you weren't drunk, but you kind of were. Okay. No, I wasn't. I was driving. I actually drove down from my beach house, my grandma's beach house. I don't have a beach house. Duncan <laughs> Grieve do. doesn't pay me enough to have a beach house. Um, picked up Alex and Callum, who had a bottle of rosé, and it was two in the morning, so they were already warmed up. Alex had been at a wedding. Went to Duncan's house. He wasn't there. Um, drank the bottle of rosé and then came. What into on the his office. deck or just? No, no. He I broke in because okay. um, he was in the Coromandel. We needed a reliable um, sky connection. Then came into the podcast and extensively defamed Simon Dool and released the podcast at four in the morning mm. without wow. without the defamation. It was a wise way of doing it, I think. Uh, but unfortunately, we couldn't maintain that level of wisdom all the way through. But are you uh, going to drink on Sunday? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. It's the last one. And, you know, when I get nervous, sometimes I just, you know, <laughs> just turn to the bottle. I had to have a drink after the game on Wednesday night, Thursday night, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, just so I could go to sleep. Oh, I was that's so, just interesting. Yeah, I was no, so oh, amped yeah. up. Yeah, a lot of people said that. No, I, well, I was like, Meh. But the other thing, it's like going to a party and not drinking. You know, it's a long time to just be sort of sitting there. You sort of need something else to do. Mm, mm. Now, I mean, I'm not an alcoholic, but I will tell you that <laughs> um, <laughs> disclaimer um, at the t- uh, that uh, semi final, 2015 semi final, I could hear it from my house in Sandringham, and you know we're coming up to the Grant Alley. It hits the mm. four, six or four, whatever it is. And I was just, I was so, uh, so I just took the bottle of red onto the deck, 
watched through the blinds and was just chugging it. Like, I was like, you know what? It's all gone. All, all your pride is out the window. Just now, we've got to get that's across. What cricket requires. And you, you know? feel like you're doing something for them. Mm. Like mm. me drinking straight mm. from the bottle is going to help Grant. Uh, it <laughs> did, clearly. Thank we you. can Thank see you. that now, yeah, that it yeah, did yeah, help. Yeah. Well, Brendan McCullum was in the showers smoking cigarettes. I know, I time. love that. Working his way through a bar. Mm, with a couple of Indian uh, waiters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, isn't catering. that awesome? <laughs> But um, so on, on as part of the post, I'm going to include my little recipe for homemade espresso martinis oh. so that you can drink and stay um, alert at the same time. Wow. Of course, make them with a coffee supreme and mm. uh, just using the plunger and a bit of Kahlua, a bit of vodka, shake it up, put it in the blender, many ways to approach it. I wish uh, you'd told me about this 43 days ago. No, you would probably wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This coffee is going down mighty well, though. Your kids say. would have been taken away from you. They probably will anyway. <laughs> I'm going to have to reintroduce myself to them on Monday. Um, so one thing that we wanted to get your thoughts on, because mm. one of the pieces that you've done, which I really enjoyed, was about how the Black Caps were killing teams with kindness. And it followed on from that World Cup, and it was it was during that test series between... Australia and the Black Caps mm. in which there are events like the Black Caps giving Mitchell Johnson of all fucking people a guard of honour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you coined this term respect shaming, which I just thought was an incredible turn of phrase. Yeah. Do you want me to talk about where that came from? Yes, or? please. Well, God, yeah. we're going back, aren't we, three years? God, this is really disappointing and boring. I don't know. <laughs> just, I just think, you know, I just couldn't believe how they were just so... You know, they're sledging and, and we were just like, oh, yeah, mate, no, no, good, mate. And it's just it's like the school bullet. You give them nothing yeah. and it turns back on them. It's, yeah. I've you always found shaming. that really effective with my brother to stay calm yeah. and logical while he gets really wound up and upset and he'll be the first one to throw the punch and then I could be, but mommy hit me and... I win every time. So yeah. you're talking about like recently, right? Like you as a 34-year-old still, <laughs> yeah. it's, are still it's, getting an still arguments with still your brother and still, still going to Well, these come at all ages. <laughs> yeah. They do. But um, interesting. I mean, you've still got Warner and Smith in the side and, you know, they get booed on, they get booed mm. off. And what are I, your thoughts on that? Because I would boo uh, the shit out of them if I, I was in England. I don't like booing in general, but I still don't think they should be there. I don't. I don't think... If they'd, if they'd been New Zealanders, I don't think they would have got back in the side. I think we would have been like, you know what? Mm. Well, they are really good. But um, I, yeah, and they're just not, they're just bogans. Not, I mean, I'm a bogan, but they're bad bogans. You know, they're just, they're not, whenever David Warner gets booed, it gives him strength. Mm. So that's why. So going back to um, killing them with kindness, he doesn't know what to do with that. He's like, why are you being so kind to me? I'm being an asshole to you. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I've never met any of these people. <laughs> but I, as I talked about in the first podcast, I met David Warner once. Oh, did you? Um, it's a story worth telling twice. I approached Sorry. him in the streets of Adelaide before that first day-night test. So I you said, just, what, you stalked him? No, I and, just spotted him. Oh, right, okay. I, and I was like, oh, he's with Candice and the children. Yep, and yep, I said, yep. Mr. Warner, Mr. Warner, can can we get a photo? And you he, said Mr. Warner? I can't. Ed's <laughs> kind So I... I was getting a photo with David, someone else was taking the picture and I was like, I'm really sorry for um, jumping you with your family but thanks for getting the photo and as we sort of had our arms around each other's shoulder he whispered in my ear, if you're actually fucking sorry you wouldn't have asked, would you mate? 
I was like, whoa, as, as, he took, as he took the picture. So it was, uh, that's my one encounter with David Warner. Well, see, that, that story's the jumping off point, I reckon, for the question, like, with that respect-shaming approach, do you believe it's real? Do you think this is yeah. actually a kind team or is it just oh, purely yeah. a psychological ploy? Um, I really do. I mean, look at, you know, Kane, butter wouldn't melt. It just, in you know, leads from the, the, the top. We just sort of... We don't want to break any rules. Do we? we don't want to hurt anyone, you know, back to the um, breath weight, not getting them over the line. I mean, it was just, it was lovely, I, I think. I just... We've seen players transform as well. Tim Southey, who hasn't had a lot of game time in this World Cup, but has played a really brave and admirable role from the sidelines as a, oh, yeah, as a he's, leader. He's worn he was shit a, out of that 12th man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was a former bad boy, you know. He was involved That's in the... That's very true, And yeah. he, he's developed hugely as a human under that um, McCullum respect, no dickhead policy where you've you know, yeah. got to be a good person yeah. to he be in part McCullum, of the team. Yeah, and McCullum you sort of look at as a bit of a... I'm sure he's had his time as a bit of a bad boy, but, yeah, that, I mean... They always, you talk to any of these New Zealand cricketers and you're like, oh, what was the best moment? You know, Grant Elliott, it must have been the winning shot. And they're always really boringly like, actually, no, it's having a beer with my guys, my tribe mm. out in the, like, let's support. And I do want to say, though, in saying that, seeing us bowl against India, that opening, that beautiful opening spell, there was a level of aggression and intensity and accuracy that I haven't seen for a long time mm, and mm. I thought they've got that hunger, the grunt but without being dickheads, mm. you know? Well, possibly the, the no dickheads policy gives you room to then step up yeah. later on as it were, like it, it, it gives yeah. you another place to go to Totally, it's, it's almost like all that crap that they've been getting from the international media had completely written us off mm. and you know, you know, well, you they weren't it. playing very well. No, I know, <laughs> like, I know, I know, but it still doesn't give you a right to pretend that the New Zealand team isn't even batting and talk to Steve Waugh for half an hour about oh, 1999. That, to, that, to was, that actually was where you had to go out and clean some surfaces in the kitchen. That just did my <laughs> head in. Sure, you guys did the same. I was in a bar. Oh, yeah, so, you can clean those those bar tops. Yeah, you, all bartenders appreciate it. Clean, you know. <laughs> um, Did you just coin that phrase now? Or? No, no. I used to work in a pizza shop, and and that was what uh, <laughs> and that was what we got told when oh we were leaving God. on things. And I guess that's why I'm so happy that Australia lost because yep. I think you know built in um, the vision of McCullum's team, this England team is also really cool. Like it's the first mm. England team that I've liked. In a long time. Yeah. Well, and the Australian team, in the aftermath of the sandpaper bans, they did try and rebuild their ethos uh, under Tim Payne in that we're nice dudes sort of mould. And it just never, ever stuck. Mm. Uh, like, there are it's, nice it's individuals been, amongst oh, them, I'm I sure, think. I'm sure. Again, but, not having met them. But, <laughs> but Alex <laughs> Carey seems like a lovely bloke yeah. and a great player. He's How much be does he look like Ray Lilota? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's quite striking looking, isn't he? And, and he that, strikes that ball well. That innings last night was very impressive, having getting hit in the jaw oh. um, by Jofra and yep. just getting worse. The, you could see yeah. his eyes going black. Yeah, I know. And he had the foresight or the, 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 what's that word? Not the foresight. Let me just tell you what he did. He caught his helmet. That was that, amazing to stop it falling word? on his stomach. <laughs> yeah, what's that word? 
Um, After sight. Presence of mind? Thank you. Perhaps? Let's just use three words. Yeah. <laughs> it's been Sorry. a long 43 imagine nights. Getting in in the head, imagine getting hit in the head, though, and, and seeing your helmet falling towards your stumps and just, just grabbing it. Oh, I know. Oh, guys, can I just have a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a, a Lester plaster before I'm carrying on? It turned on. from like a, <laughs> a plaster, like something <laughs> yeah. Nelly wore um, yeah, while yeah, rapping yeah. to a full jaw, yeah. like, rapper. Yeah. I don't know well, how you – I would have gone home. I would have been like uh, – That's why you're not uh, playing uh, I'm also not very good at betting. Yeah, that's two things. So <laughs> you work on those two things and there's hope. Yeah, and the no dickheads policy doesn't, you know. <gasps> sorry. 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 I, I started saying that and then I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I've just broken, like, the Brendan McCullum rule about not being – But that idea that they other. tried to remodel their team as nice guys and then sort of within a year – or after a year, let Warner and Smith mm. back in, and Warner especially appears to have had taken zero time to nothing. to learn about humility mm. and just the way he behaves is just as bad as it ever was. Well, he was playing club cricket and he scored a century, and he still did that stupid fucking the Toyota jump. The Toyota jump. <laughs> he just. You think, uh, you know, you've just flogged some club players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're acting like it's a century in the World Cup final. And the thing with that Toyota jump is that, yeah, at first, cool, do what you want to do. And now it just seems premeditated. It's Mm. like, okay, run, run, run. And I'm going to leap. It's like, yeah, you've done it now, mate. Get mm. another. Look at Cottrell. Look at, you know, let's get a salute or something. Well, it, it, it looks like not actually feeling the moment that yes, you're in. Yes, thank you, thank which you. Which is yep. something that I don't think you could ever accuse New Zealand players of yeah. scoring a century and not feeling the moment because they no. don't score enough centuries. <laughs> know, exactly, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. How many centuries this tournament? I can think of one. Uh, not enough. No, Kane Williamson's got two. Uh, two, both um, by Kane. Yeah. What are, what's, what's Guppy's? I don't. I don't want to go on about this, but what is Guppy's high score? Ah, uh, he got a sixty odd from memory in the, memory first, in the, in the first, first game. Yeah, right. Uh, that and a, that was a good okay. knock. He got thirty okay. when he stood on his stumps against South uh, Africa. Yeah, he's found interesting ways to get out, isn't he? Yeah. I, I honestly believe that uh, that run out is going to be the the turning point for Martin Guptill's tournament. Yeah, he's going to take two catches and score a hundred and fifty uh, in the final. And let's not say, oh, look, I'm, yeah, you can't see this, but I'm using the finger. Let's not say that <laughs> because what's happened is my theory anyway. I mean, who cares? But every single game we've said, oh, all we need is Guppy to get 100. All we need is Guppy to get 100. Now, he might not be able to hear that, but he knows that. Mm. And so we need to say, even if Guppy gets out for nothing, for Golden Duck, we can still win this. Take the pressure off him. Yeah, and I, I'm a huge fan of him being a specialist fielder anyway. So. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I, know, I, I honestly think yeah. he's, he is worth having in the team just because uh, the standard of fielding in, in cricket has advanced so far in the yeah, last couple yeah. of decades, and he is one of the leading uh, fielders in the world, and he's he's sort of worth it for those moments. Yeah, And, and, he, and he saves... Sort of 10 runs, runs a game. Mm. Yeah. Let's hey, tats off, though, to CDG for actually leaving that ball. That he, oh, yeah. Hey, I, yeah. that was like, how did he know? How did he have eyes in the side to know that he was coming that closely that it's either going to, uh, yeah, uh, that was, not, he hasn't been given any credit for that. It's <laughs> <laughs> all, all about bloody gut, too. <laughs> um, should we do some predictions then? We don't want to. We don't want to go overboard. But uh, you know, a game against England, uh, a team who really, really thrashed New Zealand uh, in the round robin stage, and a team who have just shown uh, the sort of form that they really should have had for the entire tournament, but had their wobble 
Uh, I mean, are they are they beatable? And and I suppose how are they beatable? <laughs> I, I think they're very beatable. Uh, I think they're a little bit overrated. They look great on paper, um, but they're a couple of bowlers short. I don't think Mark Wood or Plunkett um, is that great. Uh, Stokes serves up pies. Uh, they do have three, you know, world class bowlers in Wokes, Archer and um, Rashid. Watching Rashid bowl last night was delicious. There's something special mm. oh, about, wasn't a, it? about yeah. a leg, a leg spinner. LBW yeah. from a googly is that was so good. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of pressure on them as well. And that's what we've got going for us. They're playing at Lords. They're favourites coming in. Mm. Pressure, expectation. You know, it's like, sure, Bearstow and Roy are amazing, but they know they're just one ball away from just being disappointing their mm, fans. Mm. However, in saying that, do they have any fear? Especially Roy. He just looks like, you know, he came out today, uh, sorry, the other night, and he just, you know, it, it was a modest total. He didn't need to whack it. It's like, oh, six to you, six to you. Yeah. You know, like, it's how do we... a bit of a thug. We... I like it. Yeah, so how, I don't know how we... Well, that's one of the things I worry about in a way because they had their, their absolute rock bottom where they had two round-robin games left and they needed to win both of them quite well to even to mm. even qualify. Um, why would you have any fear after that? After they've had effectively three must-win games in a row and they've won all of them, uh, that's going to do a lot for their... The British media... There's no one yeah, more yeah. ruthless. No, I don't, I don't want to like cast aspersions on your career or anything. But have you ever turned up in the tabloids? Like, have you ever found yourself in the tabloid yeah. press? And I mean, what oh. as an experience? How how shitty is it to have tabloid papers writing about you? Because oh, it's terrible. I it's mean, terrible. I cried and cried. Oh, no. Plus, I was really pregnant. So you know, the tears just keep cut. Yeah, yeah, but a couple of times. That's basically going to be what the English players are going to face for the next couple of days, right? They're going to have yeah. such relentless scrutiny. They, you know what? You can't be there unless you know that that's yes. I, I totally agree with you, but. They've, they've all had it so much because that's what the English media does and their fan base. Mm. Even last night, you could sort of sense watching it that when, uh, sorry, the other night, um, God, every night feels like the same night, when Kerry <laughs> uh, and Smith were looking quite good and you could see the English fidgeting like, oh, we're just going to bloody lose it again. We're just going to, oh, we're going to choke, you know, that mm. just. When when Kerry and Smith were batting together, I got an email from Sonia who, who liked the English uh, had sort of resigned that the, they were going to do a middle order rebuild and that the Australians were all gonna, had already got it in the bag and she's very disappointed not to be able to come in today and talk shit about them being defeated. But thankfully, mm. thankfully they were. Um, I'm wondering how we face Joffre and Wokes. Mm. How do we? What mm. would you guys look at? I'm turning this around. You're my guest. Oh yeah, all right. How all would right. you? What would you be saying to? Who's going to open for us? Gupta and Nichols, Nichols seems a little just, bit maybe possibly he's under a cloud. Uh, under a cloud. He's yeah, not so. looking that confident either. No, really. I, I do think he is a better option than perhaps Munro, given oh, the yeah. way that it's been these opening spells. You know, the the way India bowled. Uh, in the semi-final, in the, those initial stages, was perfect. Yep. It was every ball was absolutely right, and that reminds me of a test match. And you need so that test match. You like need these last that ability to, yes. to see so it out. So what about Latham? 
It's not a bad point. It's it's hard wicket keeping, and then um, yes, yep. So if, if we you look were at in maybe, the field first, it would be really to hard. Blund Allen uh, for his first game of the no, tournament. No, no, that's not fair. In the final, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I honestly believe that it'll be it'll be Nichols and um, Guptill, depending on uh, Nichols' hamstring. But it, it didn't sound too uh, worrisome. Should we look it up on the internet? Well, we chat. Yeah, do, go yeah. to the World Wide Web. Could do. Um, I, I've got a theory as well that uh, England will be under a lot of pressure because uh, there's a lot of pressure on England as a country as a whole right now as the main part of the United Kingdom that voted for Brexit. And they need to somehow prove English exceptionalism still exists, I think. So I, th- I sort of feel like that'll be a psychological barrier that they somehow have to overcome in that a World Cup win for England uh, would somehow make it seem like Brexit's all going to be okay. When we know on paper, uh, practice That's it's fascinating, not. Alex. I love, I yeah, love I'm that. Yeah, so, I'm sort of just talking because Simon's stuff. on the internet at the moment, so I just <laughs> need to kind of fill the space. But but. He, he likes to squeeze in politics wherever he can. <laughs> I just I wonder. Actually, I do, I I do I actually wonder if there's yeah. something in that, in that sort of sense of... Um, you know, faded glory of empire yeah. and the the sense that the best days of England and Britain are behind them. Uh, and it's so easy when these sort of sporting events happen. Like when English fans go overseas for football World Cups and they play Germany, they still do the two world wars chant. And you think that was that was eighty years ago now, guys. It's it's time to let it go a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But they still do the chant because that's still how a lot of English fans, I think, see uh, their country and their cricket team is sort of an avatar of that. The last sort of symbol of um, colonization mm. and the, that former glory of the empire. Yeah. So, what does that say for us, a young country that don't have that history? Is that an advantage or a disadvantage? Well, I like or? to think so because you could you could still look at uh, look at New Zealand and say there are still new things to achieve. Maybe they it? could do a haka. the The Black Caps could do their first haka the in the final. The idea of Let's cricketers not. doing a haka <laughs> is know. just who would lead it? Kane. Oh God. That would be awesome. That would be something to see. Um, No, I think you'd have Nisham leading it. Probably Ross Taylor, if you. um, He's someone. No, but at least it like looks right. Oh no! Cut this bit out. No, no, no. But I think this does. uh, You know, we don't have enough um, Maori or Pacific Islanders being introduced to cricket in New Zealand. You know, imagine sort of Jerome Kaino running in off um, 20 paces. That would be mm. pretty scary. I'm just disappointed Israel Dagg never, uh, never oh, yeah. became a cricketer instead. He might still be playing professional sport if he was playing cricket, not rugby. Who knows? And yeah. cricketers um, have really good access to hair treatment. Mm. You know, we've yeah, seen yeah. a lot of cricketers yeah, yeah. regrow their hair. And mm. Izzy... Uh, oh, he's got that hair issue. He's tackling it the wrong way. Like, just, got, it's got to go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, at a certain point, you've just got to accept it. Yeah, that, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got like stupid long hair because <laughs> in my family, there's a lot of male pattern baldness. So it's just kind of like clinging on to it uh, until one day I'll probably just look like Simon just with a mullet at the back. You know? Oh my God. Yeah. What's going to happen is you're not going to realise. Yeah. You know, it's like that yeah. ad. I saw a guy that was dressed in the same shirt as me, but he had a bald patch. That's going to be you. In fact, turn around. Oh, no. We're getting oh, wow. off topic wow. completely. We, are. We, should, um, we should come close to wrapping it up, to be honest. But there was, one, there was one other piece that you wrote that I wanted to bring up, and I thought it would be a really nice one to close the episode out on. And it was the one that you wrote about 
enjoying the moment of, uh, and it was written in, in 2015 and you were talking about how you'd heard on the radio, I think it was Neil oh, Manthorpe yes, saying, yes, yes, of course, you yes. know, you don't understand how good your cricket team is at the moment. This was a couple of years ago yeah. now, but the sense of, uh, you know, are we, are we better as a nation That's- at doing that now? Enjoying the moment. Yeah, when it's we are. Oh my god, thank you, Alex, for reminding me of that. I've totally forgotten I'd written that story. <laughs> we, I know, we're just so used to being um, the, un, you know, the underdogs and the. Oh, that was just a fluke that we won that. And I remember that. Yeah, distinct. I remember where I was when I heard that and that Neil Manthorpe quote. It's like, just get over yourselves, guys. You're good. It was like, oh my goodness, we are. Let's own it. Mm. Bloody Australia would. They own it when they're not. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's. Yeah, that's a bit of a coming of age for us. Like the New Zealand front, New Zealand Herald front page says, "Believe, just believe." Yeah, it also has a Henry the Fourth quote, which I couldn't quite work out why they were, why they were going there. As uh, as our boss Toby pointed out, uh, Henry the Fourth or Fifth, or I don't know, I've never seen the play. You're an actor, you might know. <laughs> um, but he he was an English king going off to fight the French. So why uh, why would Kane Williamson be saying that? Just focus on the believe. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. Have you noticed how many times Smithy uses the word believe or variations of it? Ian Smith. Ian Smith. Can been you on believe fire. it? Unbelievable. Hasn't he been great? Unbelievable. Yeah. They've got to believe. Do yeah. you know what I found really amazing? I found it on Twitter this morning. It's Jeremy Coney was being uh, for the Test Match Special podcast. He was talking to um, Mel Jones on the field after the game, he started crying mm. after what? we won the semi-final. He got really emotional and he said there'll oh, be... A, it it there'll happened be, on radio sports commentary as well. He I had to... pinched it. Oh, right. There'll be a lot of people back home just so happy. Oh, my God. I know, I so, so cute. I've got to go and find that. It was really well, he's beautiful. an actor, obviously. Yeah. He's a stage actor now <laughs> on, uh, in, in England. Um, it doesn't surprise me that Jeremy Coney no. has a... His, career as a thespian. Yeah, yeah. His commentary, though, is second to none, isn't it? It's Especially so good. for those of us that struggle a little bit with the intricacies and the you know variations with the ball, he explains it to mm. the, in the layman in a way that's not, you know, he's not sort of standing up there like, oh, well, I'm going to yeah prove how much I know. Well, I, I think what I, I love about Jeremy Coney's commentary so much is that you can clearly tell while you're listening to him that there's... Uh, you know, cricket is just one part of his life, and he's got this whole yeah. outside. Uh, you know, he's got this wonderful brain full yes. of so many other things that he can draw on and and make connections to. And uh, it's just he's doing cricket because he's so passionate about it. And he wasn't really good too. He was quite cricket. a good cricketer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah well, I mean, just know. quietly. <laughs> um, oh no, he's he's amazing. But Smithy's been just. On our side, and I felt like in the India New Zealand match, particularly on day two, none of the day two of that one day, um, everyone was sort of abbot anti us, the commentators, and all the Indians, yeah, and and Mark Mark Nicholas. Nicholas. Oh, Mm. piss off, Mark. Um, and I have a theory that it's because they had all this time, so day one was played, they had all this time, a a night or whatever it was, to just. Just give us shit, you know? Mm. Oh, Ross Taylor batted ridiculous. Oh, that was just, oh, they've just completely blown it. And then in the context of the match, Ross Taylor's innings was perfect. Mm. So it they was. had yeah. to eat humble yeah. pie and they don't like doing that. Because no. it is really hard to be a pundit when only one team's batted. Yes. And, it was so fascinating. And I think they all made the mistake of writing us off. Yes. Thank you. And bowling wins games. 
you know, the we've got perhaps the best bowling team in uh, the tournament. Uh, perhaps. <laughs> so perhaps on its day. I'd still um, say India. To be honest, even though yeah. uh, you know, even though that happened, they lost because their their top order fell over. They've just got so much. To, you know, one guy goes down. It's like yeah. you know, you yeah. bring the next one. You know, they've got how many spinners? Well, and yeah, one point five do... billion um, to work with in their squad. Totally, Jadeja yeah. didn't hadn't play till the last couple of games. Know. Now, you know, unbelievable. But we beat them, and we're going we're going to be in the final at Lords. And uh, I can just imagine Kane Williamson standing on the balcony, holding the trophy aloft and not smiling. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or a wry grin, maybe. Yeah. Or apologising. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I know how much you wanted this, but uh, yeah. yeah. Actually, no, England, you know what? You, you have it. <laughs> you, you have it. You have it. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. But look, Sonia Gray, thank you so much for oh, coming it's in. It's been an absolute and pleasure. Thank you for just letting me come in and rave on oh. about the game I love. To we're. Watch. we're by the fans for the fans. So you fit in perfectly with it and so good getting your insights on some of those pieces as well. Yeah. Go the Black Caps. We are, I mean, I know you'll be listening, guys. We are, <laughs> so it's just a little message from me. Um, we're proud of you. Um, we just want you to go out there and have fun. Um, if you win, bonus. Mm. Bonus, mate, bonus. Absolutely. Absolutely. They've given us a lot this tournament in the end. So uh, we are going to be uh, at the spin-off. We're going to be up all night watching the final and we're going to just basically roll into the studio immediately after the final takes place. Win or lose. Uh, and just, I guess, just shout at the microphones for half an hour and then call it a podcast. But um, yeah, anything that anything you want to add, Simon? I won't deny that I'm excited for it all to be over, but I'm excited that I've been here at the same time. Indeed, indeed. It's been a great five weeks. Thanks for joining us and um, good luck uh, to the squad. Yes, and thank you to Coffee Supreme for making it all happen. Thank you to Alice for pushing the buttons and doing the levels and all of that today. And we will see you on Monday morning. Let's go Black Caps. Oh my God, please cut that. Please cut that. for lover i'm madeline chapman editor at the spin-off if you have the means consider supporting our high quality journalism by becoming a spin-off member sign up now at the spinoff.co.nz slash donate kia ora e te iwi te ahe butler here podcast manager at the spin-off if you enjoy listening to our podcasts consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a spin-off member at the spinoff.co.nz slash donate The Spin-Off Podcast Network.